With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello, welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a post-match point in association with Purity Ale. What's the code? Use the code hashtag Villa View and you'll get 10% off everything that Purity have to offer. I'm your host, Dan Bardell, joined by Omar again to talk through Wolverhampton Wanderers 1, Aston Villa nil. Bad week for Villa Omar. I know you watched Ted Lasso. Lost 3-0 to, to the Greyhounds, Richmond in, mm. in the week yeah. with Villa and then taking on Wolves on Saturday. The kind of opposition we're seeing to struggle against. It's been. It's, I'm trying to make jokes just because it was a funny one yesterday. Because obviously we've been so used to in the last month or two great results, and then a, a, a mm. couple of defeats. You kind of forgotten what it felt like a, a little bit last week, and now it's now it's happened again. Two games without a goal as well. It's it is disappointing. But I got to say, I thought there's some absolutely ludicrous stuff on, on social media and, and whatnot yesterday. I saw the players' mentality getting questioned at, at one point, which. Is outrageous considering the run that they'd been on before these two games. To question the players' mentality, I, f- I find personally, I find that bizarre. But it wasn't a good day at the office for Villa. Went down early, didn't we? Didn't really recover from that. Couldn't break them down, Omar. Yeah, I mean, there's a few, there's a few points there, isn't there? There's, um, I think, in terms of players' mentality, you know, we've had to be near on perfect to get to the position we're at now. Man City won ten games in a row. Before these last two defeats, you know, with ten beating eight of those as victories, yeah, it's sensational. To then go on and beat Brentford and Man United, which have been twelve with ten victories, you know, it's we're just not at that level, unfortunately. You know, we've what we've done already is a miracle. To even would you know to even would to go further and beat Brentford and Man United, Brentford away, Man United, uh, sorry, not Brentford, sorry, Wolves away, and and Man United away. Um, you know, it would have been really difficult. You know, Wolves now 10 clean sheets at home, the most in the Premier League. 
you know, it's it's always it was always going to be a difficult game. It wasn't going to be like the Brighton six 0 game. You know, we we said that in the preview in the preview as well, and they were all up for it. And um, you know, they scored that early goal, which really rocked us, I suppose. And exactly, which was I suppose probably their game plan was to score that early goal, sit back, defend. And I thought, you know, I thought we were all right. I thought we played fairly well. You know, as Embry said, we've played far worse in one games at home and away this season. You know, think about the Chelsea game where we had 2-0, you know, which we obviously love that victory. But we, you know, we let a lot of chances in front of our goal. Um, and another day, they could have scored two or three. Whereas, you know, Wolves really, apart from that, apart from the goal and then one half chance in the first half and then, you know, one that's well across the box, they didn't really create much. And we created two or three decent chances in another day. Mings doesn't volley over the bar. Watkins hits it to the side of the goalkeeper with a header. You know, there's, you know, Buendia, amazing save by Saar. You know, it's just yeah. one of those days. Which was, you know, we'll, we'll come on to the stoppage time. But even if we, there was 10 stoppage time, I, just, I just couldn't see a scoring. And it's just frustrating, really. And um, I think the players have run out a little bit out, bit, out, bit out of steam. You know, it's the same 12, 13 players we've used. It's always going to be difficult, you know. They've done them amazingly well to get to, into this position. We just don't quite have enough at the moment just to push on a little bit more. It's a shame we're getting players back, but maybe if they came back two or three games ago, it would have been a different story. And, you know, our luck's run out a little bit. And um, it was always going to be difficult. Um, always going to be difficult. Never say never, obviously. We've still got three games left. And you win three, you, you probably get Europe. But it's going to be really difficult, I think. After a 10-game run, we, we, we sort of felt invincible. And now you lose two, you feel like you're never going to win another game. It's just or score. the life of a football fan, isn't it? And we haven't scored in two games after scoring every game for 20 games. So it's just, yeah, peaks and troughs of being a Villa fan, isn't it, unfortunately? I mean, I think um, literally yeah, I nine, nine, nine times out of ten, didn't we, in that run? I think it was literally nine times out of ten. I think we went ahead. Yeah. And we've we've gone behind. We went behind to Brentford, managed to claw back a point. But, you know, in these mm. two games two defeats we've gone behind and not really had an answer to, mm. to go in behind but I think your, your point at the start is valid you know we've come against Manchester United I think have the best home record possibly yeah. in the Premier League they certainly have the, the best home defensive record in the Premier League they've only conceded eight and then when you reel off that Wolves have kept 10 clean sheets you know, we have gone to two places that are tough to score really and we we didn't really have an answer for, for Wolves defending deep. Their game plan was perfect. They, they went 1-0 up. They've won a game off a, off a set pace a little bit like we did against mm. Fulham. Not really done much else go, going forward, Wolves, but they haven't had to. We just we didn't really seem to have the the now sort of creativity to pull them out of position and, and open them up, did we, at this stage of the no. season? Yeah, no, we didn't. We didn't. And, um, you know, we relied heavily on Buendia that in, in the game against Wolves to do something and to be honest, he showed flashes. Um, good first half, second half maybe not so good. First half definitely showed flashes, um, but second half he was disappointing. And it was a similar story to his last three or four games. Again, I think he's one of the players who run out of steam a little bit. Um, it's not quite happening. Misplaced passes. And you just need a little bit of extra quality for him. And I think a £40 million, you expect expect a little bit better. But I'm not going to knock him, you know, because he's been a really important player for us in, in, that, in that run as well. You know, let's not forget that. Without him, we don't win those games. So... Uh, I, th- I think any of the players. I think you know, we, we said this. There's going to be there's going to be a point in time where there's going to be this season or next season where we're going to lose two or three games in a row, and you you just can't get on the backs of players because they've done so much. You know, we historically, you know, to that ten game run is one of the best ever runs we've ever had in the in the top flight for a long, long time. Um, you just you've, you've got to applaud the players for that, and at some point it was going to fall away. And it's really frustrating, though. It is frustrating. I get it. I get fans who are disappointed because 
you know, we were within the grasp of the European places. So we were in such a great position. And, you know, just being a little bit better, you know, in the final third, you know, even if we got a draw in that game, you know, it would have been probably been enough playing Spurs next week. Yeah, draw would good. have been big if we could have if we could have pulled it back, but I still think we could be playing now. And we wouldn't we wouldn't have scored. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 you you put you you can't blame the manager, and you can, you can blame the players in terms of you know individual moments. Like I think Watkins should do better with his head. I think definitely obviously Ming should, Ming should do better. But at the same time, those guys have done so much for us. Without Watkins' goals, we're we're still fighting for relegation. You know, that, I think that's 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 easy enough to say. And I, I think you've got to just. You can criticise, you can say, look, that wasn't a good performance or individual yeah. performances were lucky and that's fair enough, but you question the mentality. You know, I think that's yeah, mentality is not on, not, not on no. at all. I, but, I, I, mean, think... I, I, just, I just think in terms of the game itself, it was just a bit like every time we played Wolves, it's just it's never our day against them. They're one, they're one, they're up for it. You know, they get that early goal and things just go against us. Just like the amount of fouls the Wolves uh, got away with in terms of yellow cards and Niggly foul, stopless play. I suppose that was the game plan, but also like the stoppage time, three minutes. You know, oh, that was two, outrageous! Outrageous. Two head injuries, like lengthy head injuries, eight subs. <laughs> How? Where has three minutes come from? And the handball. I know we haven't really talked about it, but I think I don't. I don't know. I don't know what is handball, what isn't handball anymore. I have no <laughs> idea. I know he's, you know, you say he's not, he's in a natural position and it hits his arm, but then you see, you see the week after, you know, it's given. You know, the West Ham one today, like, how the hell is that not given? I, I just don't understand what is handballing more. It, it makes no sense to me. I'd have been upset if that had been given against us, if I'm being honest, but mainly because I don't know what handball is myself. Yeah, yeah I know exactly. Anymore. I, when I saw it, I was like, ah, oh, maybe not handball, but then next week we'll see something similar given. So that's, that's my issue with it. But if, the, if the ref gives it again, it's one of them ones, he doesn't get overturned, he gets kept as a kept exactly. as a penalty. Exactly. I think that's the, the, the annoying thing with that with that kind of thing. Are there any... I think you know I'm not Wolves. Fair play, one one nil. I can't really, I can't really argue. In the second half, I don't remember us really creating anything clear cut from open play, really, which was the, was the disappointing thing. I thought we might come back in the second half and and have have a real good go. But I actually thought we were better in the first half in the end than, than we were in, in in the second. And I think it, one thing I think it does show yesterday. I think that Watkins hasn't scored for for a few games now. Mm. There's not enough goals. Around the team, no, really. No. If he doesn't score, we're struggling, and yeah. he hasn't scored for the last for that is it four games and now. I mean, he's, we're, not, he's not we're struggling really because you've got um, Ramsey, who's just not hit the heights of last season, and I think he's been great in some games like Newcastle games, fantastic. But um, and and he did try, you know, he, he's obviously always trying to drive forward. And They're all trying again. It's not trying, lack of effort yesterday. Troy and Bailey were unfortunately, as much as I love them, they were really both really poor. Troy especially. Um, McGinn tried and toiled, but again was missing. Louise was okay. Um, Mourinho got forward a couple of times, but not really. And we, you know, we're really heavily reliant on either Buendia coming off or Mourinho coming off, aren't we, to create chances? I think he was and difficult for Mourinho yesterday. I think he was getting pulled around a little bit. And I think if he came forward, we were really susceptible on the break. So I think he had to curtail himself a little bit. That's, that's what yeah. I think. I mean, that's when you, if you had someone like Matty Cash coming in, then, you know, you can sort of, Get, trying to get him a little bit more forward, and, and that, that right hand side is a real weakness for us, isn't it? At this very present time, and again, you know, it's not, there's no fault with the manager, no fault with the players. You know, we're missing. You know, we the previous manager decided he doesn't want wingers, he doesn't want wide players. You know, he's he didn't sign anyone in those positions, and we've been stuck with a sort of lopsided squad. We've been stuck with sort of 12, 13 players of, of good quality, but just have not having enough in the squad. 
and the managers work miracles and the players have worked miracles to get where we are. And, and I think you have to just take it in context of the overall position and where Villa were at, you know, a few months ago compared to where we are now and, where, and also where we're going to as well. Um, I know some people say, and I'm sort of the same opinion, you know, will we get this chance again? Will Chelsea and yeah, it's a world Liverpool world. and Spurs better next year? But you've seen what Newcastle have done. You know, people could have said that about Newcastle. I think there's an opportunity here now. I think, I think, those teams, Chelsea, Spurs, Liverpool, just aren't as good as they once were. And there's always an opportunity there, especially with the, the size of Villa, the finances we've got with Elamani coming in. I just think there's still an opportunity there next year. I don't, I don't, I'm not losing, I'm not getting disheartened by it at all. I still think we can push on, but we need to sign, you know, two or three real quality players in that final third. So, you know, difference makers. We need someone who's, who are more consistent than Buendia, Bailey, Traore and the like. Yeah, there wasn't really a difference maker on 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 the pitch yesterday, Watkins a bit, a bit starved of of service because Wolves were were so so deep. He was he was feeding on scraps. It was a look. It was a difficult day. As I say, credit to Wolves, they de- they defended really well and they, and they shackled us and and kept us at bay. And we didn't really have an answer for for it. Once they once they went one nil up. I think if we'd have gone one nil up, for example, it's a very different game. But we've we've lost the game because we've not defended a set piece very well. And there there unfortunately that the fine margins. That, that you can have in football and we, we've ended up losing the game. Like I say, we won a game a few weeks ago off a set piece where Fulham fans would have been coming away probably saying, we've lost that game because we've not defended a, a set piece properly. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't read the warning signs. And I think that's what happened with, yeah. with Villa yesterday. But I think you've, again, you've kind of touched on an important thing that we've all been delighted with how we've been doing. We've all got a little bit, car- not, not carried away because I think, look, there's, there's still a very, there still is a very real chance of Europe and the chance for Europe has been there because you know, we were sitting in sixth a few weeks ago, so we were right to talk about Europe as a, as a possibility and something that can happen. But I do think it's been taken away a little bit just how well the manager and the players have done. Mm. They've almost done too well, whereas yeah. they've cre- they've maybe created a little bit of a thing now where when we lose, there's a bit of an overreaction because expectation is is so high, and I'm not sure that expectation should be. So look, I'm guilty of it as well. I'm not knocking anyone. I'm, yeah, I'm guilty yeah, I mean, as well. I, I, My I, expectations have been high. 100. I mean, we were going to do the pod yesterday, and we were both too pissed off to do it. Yeah, yeah. I just we don't want to be reacting. Yeah. But I get it. You know, I, I completely, I get people are pissed off. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't be pissed off. We've punched above our weight for the last two months. I would say that that yeah. team's no right yeah. to be going on that on that kind of run, really, especially with where we were coming from. And it's been a sensational run. It's been absolutely fantastic. It's been so so enjoyable, and I love the players and the manager for, for it. But I do think it's created a bit of a not a false narrative. I don't want to. I don't want to say that. False, do you, do you, it's false position. I think. Do you, not even a false position. But, but, you, but you know what? Though Liverpool and Brighton both had plenty of games in hand, and it was always going to come to a point where those games are going to matter. And you know, fair play, Brighton. You know, they've been fantastic. You know, I, I, Liverpool have gone on a huge run as well recently. I've, I've got to go. Oh, we've got to go. Ch- yeah. Children problems or oh. baby problems. But oh, yeah, I same. He's okay. <laughs> You leave us, and I'll I'll delve into the comments and and oh, see yeah. and see what's going on. Thank you though, Omar, because uh, I know you did nearly have to pull out of the last second, but you still come to to help us did. out. So thank you very much. Right then, the show nobody wanted to see, at least not me, me on my own. So give me some uh, give me some comments. Like I said, I don't think we're in a false position, but I do think that the fact that we've done so so well, and as I said, I don't think we had a, any right to go on that kind of run. Nobody saw that that run come in. That now when we lose a game, it, it feels a bit like a a catastrophe obviously if you go back to January when we look January February and when we lost three in a row after after a good run it felt like the end of the world and, and then we bounced back I do think this run's given us a lot of a lot of hope for next season but I do think unfortunately we are just a little bit short 
at the moment. I still think next week's a more than winnable game. If we, if we win that, we sit on the same point as Spurs and the, the battle for seventh is, is very much on and maybe we can take some confidence back again. But the last two defeats have hurt our, our European bid, but I just, I just don't think we should be getting at the players and, and getting at the manager. Obviously, people are free to do whatever they see fit, but I just think they've gone on such an amazing run. They deserve so much credit for the position that they've put us back in. They've put some pride back in the shirt that hasn't been there for years. Really, so in, especially in the Premier League, so it's it, it's been great to see. But we always oh, back. Are you back? What's going on? I'm back. Me, right? You've saved. Oh, you've saved on. my ramble. You've oh, saved my on. ramble. Let's talk about a positive thing. There was one positive yesterday that I can like a must do. It was good. To see Diego Carlos back. Yeah, back on the pitch, wasn't it? I'm not sure. Country enjoy going to right back. Particularly he passes as well. Yeah, but Diego Carlos, I just felt he moved, moved the ball very fast. He's yeah, on yeah. the ball. He, he moves it quick, which is the way Emery, Emery wants to play. And it was it was great to see him back on the pitch because he's been out for so long. Again, people were knocking him for laughing at the end of the game and hugging his former manager. The guy's just had an absolute horrific injury, moved countries and got injured immediately. Again, I think we can probably cut him some slack for having a laugh with his old manager at the, the, at the end of the game. He's probably just relieved that he's ended up back on back on the pitch. But it was good to see him back because yeah, yeah, yeah. Him you know, really, yeah. and Kamara have missed a lot of football this season, and those two really were our our big summer signings, weren't they? Yeah, Kamara especially. You know, he's been when he's played, he's been our best player really a lot of the time. Um, so you know, it's a hell of a player to miss for half the season, pretty much, hasn't it been? And then Kamara, and then Carlos has been pretty much the entire season. Um, but yeah, it's good to see him back. And he pinged a great ball for Watkins. So I you can see yeah. he's got a good pass in his locker. His range of passing got. Like, Unbelievable, honestly. I think if we had him in this in this run, you know, I know he's been fit, but has he been match fit? Is another point. But you know, again, a really good player, especially when you're playing against a wolf side of parking the bus, having that ability to ping ball from deep, someone like that, you know, is a really um, you know we see with Trent Alexander Arnold for Liverpool, for example, playing in midfield and playing sort of ball from deep. You know, if you have someone like Carlos, I'm not saying he's got the same ability. You know, I'm not saying that, but you saw with that pass and another ping to the left hand side. To look at Dino, you see, you see his ability um, on the ball, and uh, it's just a shame we haven't had them. And again, in the context of that, you know, Villa have been fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. So overall, you know, I'm, I'm disappointed. As, you know, another loss to Wolves. Uh, we knew it was going to be difficult. It's a horrible bogey team to have, I will say. Yeah, can't do anything. Play Man United away from home, Wolves away from home. Two very tough teams. Two teams we've never done great against. Never really, done great against. And also on the home patch this season, they're both doing really well. I know Wolves have been terrible overall, but at home, at home they keep clean sheets and it was always going to be difficult when they conceded that first goal. So I think, um, yeah, next week, who knows? Win that game against Spurs. You just you just never know. You never know. I don't think we should lose home. I don't think it's I think, over I think at it's all. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult. You know it's that. tough. It's not over, though. We no. beat Spurs next week, which is easily doable. I've not watched Match of the Day yet, so I haven't seen haven't seen Spurs' performance yesterday. But, you know, they beat Crystal Palace 1-0 at home. Fine. You know, many teams, many teams will do that. They're completely beatable next week at Villa Park. I wouldn't say for one second Spurs are back. It's a good chance for us to get behind them again, like we did at Newcastle in, against Newcastle. Sorry, a, a big mm. game. Get behind, harness that atmosphere again, create something, and go, go at them and, and cause them problems. And I think we will. I think there'll be a reaction next week. The players well, won't want this season to peter out at all. Exactly. And Unai Emery won't let them. Exactly. And I think for Emery, it's an, an important period. I think you know because things have been going so well. If we are struggling um, in these next few games, it's going to be it's going to be able to see the measure of a man. You know, in terms of you know that phrase, in terms of these players and how they handle the pressure. You know, he's 
almost purposely these last few weeks been talking about Europe, putting that pressure on the players, saying, now we need to perform. You know, this is an important point. We can definitely get to Europe. We like, I want to see the players play under pressure. And I think he's, you know, he's going to make a few key decisions on the back of these games, I think. I wouldn't be surprised to see you know, him assessing players in terms of their mentality. I'm not saying, again, going back to you know, about players and they're doing so well, but in terms of those key positions, in terms of these key games, can these players handle it? Um, you know, he's going to want to win things for this club and he needs players who've got that mentality to win things and, you know, go go get over that final hurdle, whether it's in the League Cup or the League or FA Cup or Europe, European football, whatever it is, he needs players with that right mentality who are difference makers in, that, in those important matches. And I think this is going to be a good barometer for that for next season as well. So even if we, you know, we repeat away, I think there's, a, there's still a lot to take from these, from these games and, you know, let's let's just hope we we do well next week. Um, you know, the fans are going to be up for it. The Villa Park needs to get behind the players. We need to make it really difficult. You know, we haven't beat Spurs at home for 15 years, I think it is. Uh, I may may be wrong. But I'm pretty sure that's the stat. So it was 2008, first of Jan, I think 2008. Yeah, Mark, was that when Mark Lance and Melbourne scored? I think. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. So yeah, and um, you know, we need we need a performance like that. Uh, really, actually, young was playing then. Maybe you can do it again, but yeah, yeah, we win next week. Like I say, who knows? You never know. Yeah, it's, it's, when you lose two games in a row, it obviously affects the affects the league table. And unfortunately, Liverpool and Brighton in that time have done have done well as well. That neither of them have, have been dropping drop points in the in the time yeah. that we we've lost two games in a row. So just like when we kept winning and we were moving up because turns around us we were dropping points. It's levelled out now because and they've got those games in hand. Yes, yeah. all they've all they've had those games in hand as well. Brighton have done done incredible things this yeah. season. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Liverpool have got that in them where they can they can just turn it on. So it is now I think seventh the best we can hope for. At worst, ninth would be what what would happen to happen to us. But probably the, the, the probably a good result for us in some ways. Yesterday, Liverpool beating Brentford, but I would still say there's nothing you can we can beat Spurs next week at Villa Park. Liverpool can be got at. And then you see where you are going into the last day when you've got a Villa Park that's that's really up for it and really going. It becomes a hard place for Brighton to then to then come and play. And we saw against Newcastle. You know, we took on Newcastle at a time when they were absolutely flying, yeah. and we completely dismantled them. We deserve to win that game. These are the same players that did that. Just because they've lost a couple of games, don't write them off. Don't lose your no, faith yeah. in them. And we've got squad back now. We've got players back now. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I was encouraged by the bench yesterday. The bench looked relatively strong, didn't it? Yeah. Coutinho didn't get on, which I thought he might yeah. at, at one point. I think if you know a fit Coutinho yesterday makes a hell of a difference to that game, I think. I think I think a Matty Cash as well, I think he's a big player. I think defensively, I think Ashley Young he's been fantastic, but he's, I think he's just he's just lagging a bit. And he shouldn't have to play the amount of games that he's had to he play in the last few I weeks. Think, I think if Matty Cash is fit, that's gonna be a big, big player for us. Um and Kamara obviously is the other one. If you can get him Kamara will be in next week. Yeah. It'll be Kamara in for Triore next week. And I wouldn't surprise me if how we ended the game in the defence was how we started it next week against, against Tottenham. It wouldn't surprise me to see Concer up against Son. Yeah, it's a good shot, actually. That wouldn't, good that, that wouldn't surprise me at, at all in fairness. And it's probably actually a, a sensible move. And, you know, we talk about Carlos coming back, not taking anything away from Concer because he's been absolutely unbelievable in this in, in, in this run as well. That They all have. You know what? We feel down. The players will as well. Yeah. The players will. Those players care. Yeah, about, yeah. About you've, seen him again. you've seen him again. You've seen him again. Yeah. They, they definitely care. 
they've not worked this hard to get up the table to, to fall away. They'll be as gutted as we are about the about the last two games. They want European football. You listen to them talk, and they mean it as well. Mm. They want to play in Europe. McGinn's talking like him and Mings are the two most experienced players who've been at Villa the longest there. They've never played in Europe. These players want it. Just sometimes, unfortunately, it doesn't happen for you. And the last two games have been an example of that. But for the 10 games before, things really were happening for us. We won games, perhaps, that we didn't necessarily deserve to win games where we didn't play well, games where we scored late and things like that. You know, it it comes in fits and spurts, doesn't it, in in football? But all is not lost. There's no way that we should be writing off this season. We can still finish seventh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We get... Anywhere between 61 and 64 points, which is what's possible, um, I think is a good shout for Europe still for seventh place. So we'll see. We'll see. And it's not on the end of the world if we don't get the conference league, you know. Let's, let's, just, like try and, let's try and get some momentum. I think that's the key. Um, you know, let's not just let, let the season fall away with a damp squib and then, you know, that does affect the players going into next season. I think if we manage to, even if we manage just to be Brighton and get a couple of draws, I think that's going to be a pretty good way to finish the the season and then get excited for the summer with a, a window behind us. Yeah, no, you know, there's still plenty to look forward to, definitely. Yeah, well, let's call it because I'm worried you'll get caught. You'll get caught away again, and then I'll have to fill on my own, which nobody wants to see. Thanks to everyone who's joined us tonight to, to to watch live. Hopefully, you've taken something away from the video. Thank you to Omar as well. Thank you to Adam sipping his wine for producing as well. If you have enjoyed the video, give it give it a like. I know you won't have enjoyed the result, but if you enjoyed the video please please give it a like did hit the likes target that i set in the last video so i'm going to set one again of 150 so yeah if you've enjoyed the video and you're enjoying the content please smash the like button as the influencers say leave a comment below as well with your thoughts and yeah let's start thinking about next week and spurs now let's try and let's try and leave this one behind Greg's been on holiday, as he always is, but we will do an 1874 this week, I hope. So watch out for that. But do subscribe to the channel with your post notifications on so you know exactly when our videos are coming. As I say, thank you very much for those that have joined us live and to those that will go on and watch as well. Have a good rest of the bank holiday weekend. Thank you for watching. Up the Villa. Up the Villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.